You're listening to The Chain, a science podcast where we bring what is new in biologics and protein engineering to the community of scientists working in this field. We discuss the latest developments with leaders who are on the front lines of cutting-edge research. On Episode 5, Senior Conference Director Mary Ruberry speaks with Dr. Massimo Morbidelli, Professor of Chemical Reaction Engineering at the Institute for Chemical and Bioengineering at ETH Zurich. His main research interest is currently in the area of integrated continuous up and downstream processes for the purification of therapeutic proteins, their pegylation reactions, and other processes of interest in the pharmaceutical industry. He and Mary will discuss what is currently hot in continuous chromatography for protein purification. Today we would like to welcome the keynote speaker for the Protein Purification Technologies Conference at the PEG Summit Europe coming up in November. We have with us Dr. Massimo Morbidelli. He is a professor in Chimica in Materiali e Ingegneria Chimica at the Politecnico di Milano. And his topic for his keynote presentation is Hot Topics in Continuous Chromatography for Protein Purification. Dr. Morbidelli, why does continuous countercurrent chromatography need to be reconsidered for future development? Well, actually, Mary, it's not really that has to be reconsidered. It's more like that we have to move this technology one step further. I think that by now it is very well accepted at the level of lab scale or a smaller scale. We understand exactly from a technical point of view how it works. And we also understand what are the advantages that this brings with respect to many different point of views with respect to traditional batch chromatography. Now, the next steps are to go into larger scale, GP manufacturing, industrialization step still requires some improvements or some aspect to be better developed. And does the continuous processing scale easily? Yes, chromatography in general scales very easily from a conceptual point of view and also from the technical point of view. But like I said, the issues here are more related to make them GMP accepted at the large scale and also the aspect related to the digitalization and the control of these operations. And what are those issues? Well, the way that, for example, process characterization is done today in the frame of a validation of the process, I'm thinking about uh, FDA regulations. If it is transferred as it is, as it is done today, directly into continuous chromatography is going to be extremely time-consuming. It will actually even be proportional to the number of columns. So if we have two columns, something, but if you go up to three, four columns, then you have to characterize and validate each one of them. It's going to be a lot of work. So we have to come up with different strategies, in particular using mathematical models, and so try to develop procedures for a model for validation which are model-based, so driven by a model which can decrease the experimental error. We hope you're enjoying this episode of The Chain and wanted to take a minute to share some exciting news in the world of protein engineering. The 11th annual PEGS Europe Conference is taking place November 18th through the 22nd in Lisbon, Portugal. You can learn more about the meeting at www.pegsummiteurope.com, that's www.pegsummiteurope.com. Early registration rates apply until September 6th, so head over to register with the key code POD100 to save $100 on registration 
registration. That's P-O-D-1-0-0. We hope to see you there. Well, it seems that predictive modeling is coming in everywhere. Has much been done in the area of continuous chromatography? Yes, very much. I think that from the point of view of modeling, the transition from batch chromatography to continuous chromatography is very simple. The physical chemical principles on which batch chromatography operates are the same, exactly the same in continuous chromatography. So it's just a matter of accounting for the different movement of the different streams to build a model from batch chromatography which has been developed within batch chromatography to transform it to a model to be used for continuous chromatography. And how does automation fit into implementing continuous downstream processes? Yeah, correct. So again, uh, automation with all its aspects, all the way through control to digitalization, we all understand, we all know today is very important to all industries, going to be very important also for the biopharma and for continuous chromatography. Now, with that respect, we definitely need sensors. We need online or at least online sensors to allow for the monitoring and the control of the units. And again, here also, we can develop procedures which are model-based. We are in a very good, very fortunate situation that we do have mathematical models in continuous chromatography, which are very reliable. It's just a matter to take the time to uh, tune the parameters of this model, which today takes, you know, maybe 10, 15 experiments on the batch level to just estimate transport parameters, equilibrium parameters, which are necessary to have a reliable model. And then we can use that model all the way through the life of the process, starting from the process development stage and then moving into the validation characterization of the process characterization for the process validation step and then all the way to, based on the same model, the control of the unit. And I think that this is what we really need to do, to introduce more massively mathematical models in our systems and have them following the entire development of the process, from the lab scale all the way through the final control, automation control, and work on this model from the very beginning. You have sort of alluded to the issues with regulatory agencies What do you see as the future of continuous processing? Do you think this is the wave of the future? Well, I must say I have no doubt about this. Of course, it's not that we have to use them every time, right? It's not that we're going to use continuous countercurrent chromatography for all processes. But when they are superior to batch processes, which is a fair share of the cases, then indeed we should use them. So we have, you know, to be open to use either batch or continuous, uh, depending upon what is more efficient for a single process. And I believe that the regulatory agencies are going to support this, because at the end of the day, continuous processes in all industrial sectors I'm aware of are bringing improvement in quality of the products and not decreasing the quality. So we are all interested in quality. Great. Well, thank you so much, Massimo. Uh, You're welcome, Mary. Thank you for joining us on The Chain. Tune in next time for more conversations about science, research, and exploring the world of protein engineering.